the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. Very, very interesting stuff. Very, very interesting. Here's a stat. This year is worse than last year. COVID deaths are worse. Three vaccines, booster, dimwit in diapers in charge. Worse? Hey, dummies. All you dummies who told me everything was going to be great if you just put in this feeble political whore who's been stealing from us for half a century. It's going to work out great. We're going to get back to normal. Ooh, what's normal look like? We're going to be very civilized. Are we going to be very civilized? If someone in your family isn't vaccinated, should you ask them not to show up? Uh, Yes, I I would do that. I mean, I think we're dealing with a a serious enough situation right now that if there's an unvaccinated person, I would say, I'm very sorry, but not this time, maybe another time when this is all over. See, now that doesn't bother me at all because I've always liked throwing people out of my presence. I love it. I run an entire business like that. I've always run my house like that. If I don't like you, get the hell out is something I've always loved to say. Most people aren't like that. Most people are peacemakers and they try to get along and Merry Christmas and the rest of it. This year is going to be a little spicy. Yeah, but it is. It absolutely is because you're going to have to tolerate this kind of nonsense. And these are the people that in the face of their own failure, hey, pickle face, forget about, we won't talk now how you uh, invested with EcoHealth, how you okayed the experiment and the, of the virus that shut down the world. And once we ever get an investigation into it, we're going to find out just how deep you were in it, pickle face. Hopefully by then you'll be long gone. But in the meantime, you, uh, you are a failure, sir, by every definition of the word. Everything you predicted, everything you've said has been wrong. Now, luckily for you, you work in the only entity on the planet where failure There are no repercussions. In fact, oftentimes you get rewarded. But in the real world, we want to know what happened. Now, some of us aren't too interested in exactly how you're building up the phony insurrection with your same year committees. You're going to investigate January 6th, but no one wants to investigate. What the hell did you do with EcoHealth and Peter Daszak? We're not talking about that anymore. What we're talking about is how you are staying on the offense by splitting the country dividing the country by making people believe that this does work when it clearly doesn't. And then you're, you're telling people that they have to be part of the experiment in the face of the reality that millions of people, millions now, are going through adverse effects of your experiment. Yes, they are. From children to athletes, to large hearts to blood clots to all the rest of it. And you don't want to talk about it. Instead, you've got your foot on the gas pedal. And how do you divert attention from that? Well, it's easy. 
you start preaching socialism. Folks, our economic recovery is the strongest in the world. But I know that because of the pandemic, many borrowers need more time to resume payments. For that reason, my administration is extending the pause on student loans repayments for 90 more days. Why student loans? Why student loans? You've got PPP, right? Is anybody even paying that back? We don't even know where the hell it went. In fact, the Secret Service, nearly $100 billion stolen in pandemic relief funds. $100 billion stolen. So you want to talk about your failures there? Your failures with the PPP? No, no, no. You're going to suspend student loans. Well, what's the, the portion of society that has student loans? Is it 30? Is it 40? Is it 50? And why should the other 50 subsidize it? I guess we're not going to get any of those answers. But it's brilliant how we watch them stay offensive in the face of some of the biggest questions I know I have. Um, like, why is it not working? It's not working. And all of your responses, not working. All of your predictions, not working. In fact, I don't know what the hell you predict that does actually come to fruition. What we're doing right now. So was the administration caught off guard? I heard you say a moment ago you knew this was coming. But then the president said today that Omicron has come faster than anyone realized. Right. Really important question. We heard about Omicron. And- By the way, whenever someone pauses and they tell you that's a really great question, they're about to lie to you. Their brain is trying to figure out what level of bull dung you'll believe as they flatter you with one hand before they lie to your face. In the last weeks of, of November, and since that time, we've been following carefully with our colleagues in other countries. In those places, we have seen doubling times of this virus in the one and a half to three day rate. Um, and with those doubling times, we anticipated that we would be seeing this kind of increase um, from you know three percent of cases to seventy three percent of cases um, in around this period of time. So, so you're saying you knew this was coming. We have been following carefully the science and we have been working hard as we anticipated this because we knew that Omicron had this capacity to increase at this rate. You're following carefully the science, but you ignore the science you don't like. You ignore the science that doesn't fit your agenda. In fact, one of the most misused words next to liberal is science. You misuse that word and i almost swore but i didn't caught myself after all i got a producer who's got a, a santa claus hat on it's got to be a family show today family show we're not going to talk about dr edwardy's gynecologist we're not going to talk about it okay well let's keep it above board everything above board um this particular failure is at a magnitude that's unimaginable at a magnitude that's unimaginable in the year 2021 when you, when you said you were going to solve things, right away you started to lie about the effects of the so-called experiment slash vaccine. Right away you lied about it. People started to know you're lying. Now it's evident you're lying and you're insisting on doubling down. In fact, you're using the words, we're doubling down. And in the meantime, when you're questioned about the reality of exactly what everyone's lived through, you then make fun of them. Or lie about the timeline. Mr. President, what's your message to Americans who are trying to get tested now and who are not able to get tested and who are wondering what took so long to ramp up testing? Come on, what took so long? I'm hearing that from people who are trying to get tested now before the holidays. Well, what took so long didn't take long at all. What happened was the Omicron virus spread even more rapidly than anybody thought. 
If I told you. By the way, if anybody cares, in South Africa where it was discovered, where it started, where the actual practicing doctor said, yeah, it's a, it, it seems to have mutated. However, the good news is it's pretty much a common cold. Right now, as we speak, it's virtually gone. It spiked. Luckily, it's not nearly as deadly as the original Fauci flu invested COVID-19. It has mutated, and now people are beating it in significant numbers. It has a very, very low thresh, or low rate of death. Almost, I mean, COVID-19 had a very low rate of death. 99.5% of the people survived it. But the world had to come to a stop. Now the government has seized most of control of most of the things. And uh, when you see that this imbecile has been in office a year, has the three vaccines, and didn't even bother to focus on, gee, you think it might mutate? By the way, that information, that was all part of the file that was squashed by Dr. Fauci and his cohorts of propaganda in the, uh, the American KGB, which is now called the NIH. You, four weeks ago, that this would spread by a day-to-day basis. It would spread by 50, 100 percent, 200 percent, 500 percent. I think you would have looked at me and said, Biden, what are you drinking? But that's what it did. Jesus. You now, believe- we don't know what's going to happen. You know, happen I got I, I to th- interrupt them. I've got a, a young kid in there who I really like, by the way. Young kid. He's just getting started in life. In fact, his father's probably my age. And, uh, you know, probably before this, he probably didn't pay attention to politics. He probably didn't really know who Joe Biden was or know exactly the magnitude of his incompetence and corruption. But as you hear this, this, this unable, unfit buffoon, just talk. It is evident to the kid in the other room, to everybody, this president needs to be impeached. Impeached. All I want for Christmas is an impeachment. That's all I want. How can you let this imbecile continue in this position? It looks there, there's some evidence that in South Africa, where a lot of this started, that it's dropping off quickly, too. We don't know. Oh. But I do know that we're not going to be in a position, like I said, when we remember we were having a problem with masks and gowns and the like. I said, I promise you, remember the criticism? I got questions from some of you. Why are you still paying for all these masks and gowns? Why are you stockpiling this? Because we don't know. You know, I, I, I kind of had enough of this senile yelling in the middle of a sentence, though. Am I the only one that's kind of disgusted with that? Shut your mouth, old man, and do something, you corrupt bastard, instead of ruining the country. Yeah, I can't get over it. Oh, I know what you could do. Through May 1, 2022. In the meantime, folks should take advantage of the Department of Education's option to make payments easier, like income-based repayments or... What about the parents like me that pay for the school? What about the kids who actually put themselves through school? Do they still have to make their payments? You know, the ones that didn't take your government welfare loan because your government subsidies already have driven up the price between that and, and men in costumes playing balls have driven up the price of tuition, what, 600% in the last 30 years? Public service student loan forgiveness program. Look at them both. I also, I want you to stay safe. Get vaccinated. Don't forget. Don't forget to get your booster. It matters. It happens. doesn't matter at all because we've got one of the highest percentages. By the way, the states where the, where the population is at the greatest percentage, so-called vaccinated, those are the states with the worst ones. Don't tell anybody. Don't tell anyone. The states with the most vaccinations, the areas with the most vaccinations, those are the highest breakouts. Don't tell anybody, because then people will start to think. In fact, what you should do is hire comedians, hire, hire foreign comedians, you know, like from Canada, the, where they accept socialism. They're born into it. I think they even believe in royalty and all the rest of that nonsense. Hire them to make fun and ridicule people who like to think 
and take a look at the actual facts of how much of a failure this reaction to the government-invested virus actually has caused. I've just had my third shot. A booster, they call it. How many more are they going to make us get? Don't know. Don't care. Because I, like you probably, understand there is a global pandemic and people much, much smarter than you and me have decided this is the best plan of action to avoid lots more people dying. I want you to notice the willingness of of being a slave. This is the mind of a follower. People much, much smarter than you and me. You mean like the people that uh, that invaded Iraq in the name of September 11th? Are those the people that are much, much smarter or the people that lied to us? All the way back to Vietnam, if I'm kind. Korea, if I choose to think that it wasn't a proxy war with China. You mean the people that have been creating in line and stoking up uh, uh, tyrants, dictators throughout the world, who have collaborated with drug dealers, who've destroyed the peaceful tranquility our nation once once uh, enjoyed through such things as virus control and experiments and public-sponsored lies. You mean like those people? Are they smarter than us? Or cluttering up hospital hallways. You and I, we're doing our part by getting one more little prick and not being one. I think he means me. I think he means me because I would never put an experiment in my drug to save this piece of garbage's life. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't put a, a chemical in my body to, see, to, to save any of the piece of garbage lives that voted for this dimwit in diapers, this corrupt piece of garbage we call, some call a president. So if you're trying to leverage me and intimidate me, you're going to have to do better than a fat, chinless Canadian supposedly comic. And uh, you're going to have to do more than your totalitarian rules and your threats of taking my property away. Because I've learned something a long time ago. If I don't have the property over my own person, then I'm a slave. And I will not be one. I'm reading through this article. Secret Service has already seized $1.2 billion in fraud. Their soft estimates are $130 billion that they can at least track right now. Billion. These are billions. We're way past the days when people were stealing millions from the government or when the government even cared about it. And you think about all of the money they're wasting. We're going to get free tests. Well, those of us with an IQ over 60, nothing's free. Who's invested in the companies that are making the profit from the government free tests? Wouldn't that be amazing if it tracks down to some politicians? And does anybody want to make a little side bet that those politicians will be Democrats? Oh, I do. I certainly do. So when I hear all this BS, we're taking even more steps to make it easier to get tested. It comes just two weeks after White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki had downplayed the need for more at-home tests. Why not just make them free and have them available everywhere? Should we just send one to every American? Maybe. Then, then what? Ha- then what happens if you if every American has one test? How much does that cost? And then what happens after that? Oh, I and then and then right when she got done, they said, Jen, with that fake red hair. I got an idea. Let's, let's invest in some companies. Then what we're going to do is we're going to give this contract. We'll order, I don't know, we'll order like $500 million. It'll be a, a windfall. And then we'll just give out the test, and then we'll say people got to keep testing. And it'll be like crack, where the first one is free. Then we upcharge on all the rest. Oh, what a great idea. Yeah, I can't figure you people out. You're way too smart for me. Lori and Lyle. Yes, I wanted to let you know, Sean, that we just we had a family funeral, and uh, every there were at least four people that I know of, my nephews in their thirties, uh, 
got COVID, this new COVID. I'm sure it is. Now, one of them was vaccinated, one of them, and one of them had it already, so you can get it again. But it is like having a cold. My son said he's had worse colds than the COVID. He took aspirin and he slept and, you know, took care of himself and, and, like you would with a cold. You know, Lori, this, this is the nuanced kind of thought where people, we Americans who are susceptible to all kinds of different diseases, and eventually, Lori, I, I'm sorry to hear of your funeral but eventually we'll all have one. Nobody gets out alive. In the meantime, right. should the government have enough power to intimidation and fear to shut down the lives and the prospects of everybody? And my answer is unequivocally not. Now here, I actually had COVID. I had it a year ago. And do you know what I did? I smoked cigars that I normally wouldn't have ever lit because I couldn't taste or smell. And another thing I did is I never missed a show. Never. I did a show for the whole time I had COVID. I had my cigar store shut down. I had the guys bring the, the equipment there, and nobody knew. Now, I was lucky mm-hmm. because my brother-in-law, who's around the same age, was very sick. This is the thing about being human beings. We're all different. Just ask a hooker. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Green one, too. You didn't think I could do a hooker joke. I could. Right before 530. All right. Mike on the south side. Oh, hey, hey, brother. How's it going? Very good. How are you? Good, good. I was talking to your call screener. I said, man, I, I'm surprised John is still on. You know, you're like the only guy out there. You're, you're kind of like Scott McKay, like the true thing, you know? Well, I, and, I, uh, big, I, I, I here's the thing. I've always guy. been, you know, I, I told the story yesterday about, about uh, the guy who was going to take me in the parking lot and give me a shellacking. Now, he, he would have probably given me a shellacking. But I've always had that thing in my head where my opinion meant more than my fear. And that's how I feel about what we're facing in this country. This country is committing suicide on the principles of freedom and liberty. So the money doesn't matter to me because in the end, in a socialist country, we're all broke except the government. That's what the people in government already know. And I'm going to waste all my money or risk it all to just go ahead and try to prevent it. That's the the place I got to in my head and all the rest doesn't matter. So luckily, you know, I have I have an opportunity and a platform to do it. Well, you know what we got to remember, though, is that, you know, like the George Washington, the Civil War, he was like a little minority. The majority of the Americans wanted to stay with the British. So like a small group wanted to break away from the enslavement of the British. And so I kind of feel like we're that small minority. You know, we are a silent majority. We're, we're a, a, a loud minority that need to say, hey, everybody, wake up. Get away from the slavery and the shack. From Socrates, as he's known in my neighborhood, or Socrates, if, you, if you've went to school, all the way up to modern philosophers to today, they all discovered the major flaw with humanity, and that is the vast majority of humanity longs to be told what to do. They have the mindset of a slave. It's, about, it's probably about 80% of people want to feel comfortable and that somebody else is in control. And if you ever woke them up and said, hey, these people you're calling government, you know who they are? They're just people. And not only that, there's some really bad ones, and they're corrupt, and they're self-aggrandizing, they're self-enriching, they're self-serving. And by the way, stop calling them anything other than people, and maybe you'll look at them with the correct suspicion you should have. Thank you very much, very much, Mike. You know I like the uh, calls. Now we're going to go to, uh, do I have time for Dino? You know what? Hang on. Dino, Frankie, I'm going to take you both. And if you want to be on the line, 312-642-5600. But I do have to go to break. Call Sean now. 312-642-5600. 
Everyone says to me, I'm getting text messages, not from too many people, but what are you saying? Why are you why are you uh, raging against all of the, the vaccine and all the rest of it? Because I'm going to tell you something. In the history books, 100 years from now, when they decide what action it was when America committed suicide, it will boil down to the year 2020. Will boil down to when Americans surrendered their independence, surrendered their liberty and their freedom, and turned it over to technocrats, most of whom are frauds like Fauci. This was in the Wall Street Journal today. The tale unfolded in October 2020 after the launch of the Great Barrington Declaration. A statement by Harvard's Kaldorf, Oxford's Gupta, and Stanford's Bhattacharya against the blanket pandemic lockdowns. They favored a policy which they focused protection of high-risk populations, such as the elderly and those with medical conditions. Thousands, thousands of scientists signed the declaration. As they learned about the, the virus, they reiterated the fact that the rest of the nation did not have to, or the rest of the world did not have to shut down. They didn't please the lockdown consensus. Those like Dr. Fauci, the director of the N. National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases. In an email that was gained through a uh, Freedom of Information Act, this proposal from these three fringe epidemiologists seems to be getting a lot of attention, and even a co-signature from Nobel Prize winner Mike Levette at Stanford. There needs to be a quick and devastating public takedown of these premises. Dr. Collins wrote, it's underway. There was another way to do it. And now when you look at the devastation, and I don't just mean the doubling of the debt, there's another little tidbit in the other section. 39 million resignations. It's the highest number since those were being taken as statistics from the government. 39 million people walked away from their job. Depression is through the roof. Suicide through the roof. The outlook of the future among people from ages of teenagers to seniors has never been lower. The morale of the nation has never been lower. All avoidable. All perpetrated by the same technocrat scum who have not only enriched themselves through their various investments, but are still in charge. That's the problem. The rest of it is called life. You live, some better than others, and then you don't. That's the cycle of life, baby. And nobody gets to take yours away. Not in this country. In all these other socialist hellholes, they certainly do. And that's what we're mimicking. And it's time for it to come to an end today. Now, grab this old man by the diaper and throw his pamper-wearing derriere on the street. Impeach Biden. Start at the top. All right. Dino and Gilbert. Hey, Sean, I appreciate you. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Thank you. Are you aware of this family and Elgin, um, Maria and Sebastian Abenani, and Maria just passed away today? I where a no. you, you are you're not or no. you do? No, I'm not, and I know so, people named Abenani. Right. I don't know them. Well, okay, so they hired, the family hired a, a, uh, an attorney, Pat Walsh, who filed an emergency motion so that um, their own doctor, who wants to give them ivermectin, right, 
But St. Joseph Amita Medical Center policy says no, they will not. So a judge in Kane County, Judge Robert Villa, denied that motion. So now this family, they have four sons, ages 4, 9, and 12. Now they're without a mother. And we're praying for a miracle for awareness, for recovery, and this ivermectin that has been proven, right, to to help people come ivermectin, out of there were There were doctors that have won Nobel Prizes through exploring yeah, sure. the benefits of ivermectin. When it was first right. brought up when it came to COVID, technocrat scum like Fauci and Collins said it was right. for horses, and they lied. In the same they, fashion they did about hydroxychloroquine, monoclonal yes, antibodies that they have to now admit work because of Florida and other states that have implemented it. And this Correct. is a psychological tactic to enslave a nation. And until these lawsuits get fired, I hope, I hope you sue the derriere off of them. I really do. And I mean the judge, right. too. Sue everybody. Now, I'm sure you're going to have to go to a political whore in a robe called a judge who will get his orders from Silver Shovel and throw it on the street. That's what I think will happen, but I wish you the best of luck. Well, this is happening in Kane County, right in our backyard. It's, you can research it. It's all over the news. All right, say say the girl's name, the woman's name who died. Abenati, uh, you said, right? Abenati. Maria, she passed. Her husband is Sebastian, and they have uh, three, uh, three sons, age 4, 9, and 12. And the hospital is St. Joseph's Medical Center. And go figure, they, they claim to be a faith-based medical center, right? Oh, but they, they will not even allow their own doctor. The family doctor wants to administer ivermectin, but apparently this, you know, scumbag uh, policy yeah. writers. I lost my... And they're I, killing I, I, people. Yeah. They're killing people intentionally. Same kind, of, same kind of religious people that made millionaires out of Boy Scouts. Scum that they are. Yes. So listen, when you, when you get hold of the GoFundMe page or how we can help, would you do me a favor... And you call, uh, yeah. you call Honey Bunny back I'll, I'll, and let us know how to do I'll, it. All right? Honey Bunny, is that official or is that a... It's official. Got it. Okay. All right. Thank you. All right. Well, appreciate it. God bless you. You too. Bye-bye. Thank you. So cool, Honey Bunny. That's right. It's official. It's Honey Bunny. All right. Uh, Frankie, Chicago. Hey, what's up, Sean? Uh, there's so much to talk about, but I, I, I want to just talk about uh, Fauci. When he... Um, you know, he was interviewed. He's always on TV, you know. And uh, so he talked about, he was he was uh, talking about the insurrection and the people that were there. And, and so it's obvious. It's political. This is a political tool. And, uh, you know, I got a caller the other day. Listen, said, I, used uh, to, I used to love to drive around with my friends, and we would fist fight other neighborhoods. And it got very hairy at times. And in all of the fights, you know one thing that was at every one of those fights that was not at at the Capitol in January 6th? Do you know? Can you guess? One thing. A weapon. There was always a weapon. I have three on me now. That's the one benefit of living in Chicago. I'm, I'm strapped up like Billy the Kid. What do you want? Got knives, guns, I got it all. And that's the one thing that happens in violence. Weapons. I didn't see a weapon. Unless they're counting the guy's horns. But you know what? That doesn't sell good. After all, you have to have you have to validate how you could elect a dementia patient. How could you possibly elect this man who who clearly during the election year was incapable? So you had to build up the hatred for for the other guy. And that that's what a lot of scum did. And that's how you got in. And now I want to say to the scum, I hope you're having fun, because no matter what, I'll live better than you in any kind of society. Thank you very much, Frankie. Speaking, Tom Deere Park. 
Hey, Sean. Uh, Merry Christmas, brother. Um, I don't want to know. It just came across the transom. Uh, I read it in the Daily Beast reporting on the Hill that um, President Trump and Bill O'Reilly, when they, they had that uh, get-together on Sunday, and President Trump admitted that he had received a booster, and some of the MAGA fans were booing him. And uh, it tur- now that was pretty public, but as it turns out, according to O'Reilly, President Trump was so sad and so upset that O'Reilly had to console him and, and walk him did back. He want so- to, did he want to loofah his breasts? Because I know Bill O'Reilly's a specialist in that. Is that how he consoled him? Because you know Bill O'Reilly likes to loofah breasts. Cost him $35 million every time he tried it on an intern. However, that was his specialty. So I don't give a rip about Bill O'Reilly, and I don't give a rip if Trump took the, the dose, if he took the booster. I don't care who's selling that BS. I ain't buying it. So good luck for those two. It means nothing in my world, and it doesn't change a thing of the point of the argument. The government should have never had the right. In this country, they didn't have the right. We should have never given them the authority to shut down our lives. But some people want to be slaves, and some people thought Joe Biden was going to be a normal Democrat. 312-642-5600. This is the Sean Thompson Show, where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM560, the answer. See, you knew I was aggravated, so you play Elvis. You know, he puts a smile on my face. That's a son of a gun that wouldn't have taken the lockdowns very well. No. And he wouldn't have taken bad information and bald-faced lies very well. Like the kind of lies that we've been putting up with ever since this whole damn thing was released on the American people. And I said released. Rabbit kissed a gerbil, jumped on the back of a dolphin, swam over. Get the hell out of here. Fauci invested in it. Eco Health Alliance. You wanted to see what would happen because you knew there's a lot of money to be made at the back end of it. That's exactly what happened. That's why no one wants to talk about the other medications that were available. But Steve does in Northwest Indiana. Hey, Sean. Merry Christmas to everybody. Merry Christmas. Um, one got tested. Uh, went to a, um, well, actually, my doctors wouldn't see me, but I went to a uh, urgent care. They said, uh, you've got COVID. I said, okay, do I get a Z-Pack, some things to help me out here? No, nope, there's nothing you can do. Just go home. If your breathing gets worse, go to the emergency room. <laughs> By 8.15 the next morning, I was in a clinic somewhere else getting hydroxychloroquine. I got five days of medication um, and went through that regiment there, and I feel like a million bucks. That's good. That's great news. And here's the thing, Steve. You didn't enrich the corporatist scum that want to hide drugs like hydroxychloroquine, that want to hide drugs like uh, ivermectin, that want to hide alternatives to the most obvious political corrupt payoff in history. Mm-hmm. And that is yeah. the so-called vaccine that doesn't work. By the way, right. it sucks. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. But did you know, right. Steve? Hey, sure. If you would have taken it, they would have said, you know why you got better? Because you took the vaccine. You have to love the ability to lie on a dime. Thank you, brother. Do you know how? Stay All healthy. Right. Pam, Western Suburbs. Hi, son. I'm so thankful that you are honest and open to all this communication. I just wanted to share that sure. people need to know that Pfizer has given all TV, radio stations $368 million to just 
only give their point of view. The FDA and the CDC gets half of their money from pharmaceutical companies. Moderna Um, gave Jimmy Kimmel hundreds of thousands of dollars to promote Moderna. That comedian from Canada that I played about the shots is also sponsored by numerous pharmaceutical companies and American companies to spew that BS. He's an influencer. So this is paid propaganda. This is absolute nonsense, and God forbid you have your own opinion. But never forget this, and I don't care what pseudo-intellectual Fabian scum tells you you are part of a collective. You are not. And no matter what the situation is, you have the right to come to your own conclusion, in particular over the property of your body. Thank you, Pam. I appreciate it. And that goes for people who want to take the vaccine. You want to take it, take it. Take it. Do what you want to do with your body. After all, I live in the land of Chicago, Illinois. I've been looking at these Oak Park women with their unpainted toenail polish hanging out of the sandals in the wintertime for decades. Go ahead. Look like an idiot. Do what you want to do. I don't care. But don't you dare tell me what to do with myself, you willful slave. And I cling that way up. John, parts unknown. Hi, John. John, you there, buddy? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, how you doing? My question is this. What good are guns in a frequency war if only the military is allowed to own sound-canceling headphones? Who are you going to shoot at, the sound waves? I don't, I, 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 I'm don't. i not interested. With an LRAD or a Medusa system, they'll put you on the ground. You ain't shooting at nobody. Exactly. Well, there is. there was no shooting. You're talking about the insurrection. There was no shooting. Uh, well, why didn't they use the LRAD on the insurrection? They used it during the Rodney King beatings in L.A. They used the LRAD on the crowd. Did you see the, the, did you see the video that the court finally released after a year and a half? Did you see it? Did you watch it? I did not. Go take a look at it, and then do me a favor. You call me back next week. Am I in next week? No, I'm not. All right, you call me back in two weeks, and you let me know what you thought of that. Because I'm going to okay, tell you what. I will, it, I will watch it, and I'll get back. Watch it, because I, I, it, it, I've seen more hostile lines at Great America. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Michael Franklin Park. Sean, how you doing today? Good, brother. How are you? Good. First off, I want to thank you for the uh, recommendation of the Camacho cigar. That was a phenomenal smoke. Anytime, anytime. Anytime. You're welcome. <laughs> hey, so uh, to, to piggyback a little bit on what Steve just said about the ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine, I've been trying to get this to as many people as possible, and hopefully people are listening. There's a website. It's called americasfrontlinedoctors.org. Yep, I've heard of it. Website, I've seen it. Yes. Yeah, they have... Uh, they have uh, printable documents that you can force your employer to sign if they're trying to force you to get a vaccine. On top of that, they have a three-step process that you can go through to help you get hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin if you find a doctor who will prescribe it or give it to you. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, things like what happened to that poor woman in Kane County and her family will not happen to other people because they're hearing this information. It's outrageous. It's outrageous. And then ultimately, you can always print up the Fourth Amendment when you're asked to show them your papers. Thank you very much, Michael. I appreciate it. But I'm crazy. I want my freedom. I'm a lunatic. Used to be called an American. Now be part of the collective. And strap on that vaccine, slave. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now... 
with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America. He's here to seize back our rights from the government with a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other. He's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. There are a couple of silver-lined storm clouds this last year. I, as you know, if you listen to me, this the reaction to the pandemic was despicable and disgusting and I think completely unconstitutional. However, it is what it is. The benefit is many, many parents, millions and tens of millions, if not hundreds, got to see exactly what the hell they're teaching your kid. Well, you think they're learning how to read, write, and do math and about actual history. You got a glimpse into the what I have always considered indoctrination camps called public schools. And I think in there lies the benefit. Corey DeAngelis, the National Director of Research at the American Federation for Children. He's also an Executive Director at Educational Freedom Institute and Adjunct Scholar at Cato. I'll tell you, Corey is, is, is not only a man of many successes and pro- fundamentals and principles, he's someone who I really like having on the show. Corey, how are you, my friend? Hey, doing well. Thank you so much for having me. Corey, I was thinking about you earlier in the week. We have a, an, an issue going on here in the Chicagoland area where um, we had a father who was outraged. His twins were given gender queer, the pamphlet, and he took a look at it and you know, sent it to me, and it is unbelievably disgraceful and disgusting, and he's putting a big fight up against the board, where my reaction was, to me, this is an opportunity to really focus in on protecting your children from the system of, of Marxism and, and, and homeschooling, but, you know, teach their own. Anyway, he's definitely, the, the tides are changing from the complicity of parents when it comes to the education system. Are you, are you seeing this nationwide? Is this something you're, you're also, you also believe is a silver lining? Yeah, this is the silver lining of the pandemic. Um, the way that I would put it and have put it many times before is that COVID didn't break the government school system. In a lot of ways, it was already broken. And this has simply shined a spotlight on all of these main these problems all across America when it comes to K-12 education, which happens to be a massive, long-existing power imbalance between the government school monopoly and individual families. And like you said, parents got to see what was going on in the classroom. I mean, remote learning sucked in so many ways, <laughs> but at least parents got a little bit of additional transparency that, by the way, the school systems are, are pushing back against going forward. I mean, there was just a bill that was vetoed by uh, Democrat Governor Tom Wolf in, in Pennsylvania today. It was just a transparency bill for curriculum. You had to post the curriculum on the, the public school website but they don't want any of that because they they know that parents aren't happy with what is being taught in the classroom. And this has really mobilized a push for additional parental rights and just the ability to take your kids' education dollars to an, a, a, another public school or a private school that aligns with your values. Because, look, it, it was one thing for your kids' school to fail on math and reading test scores, but it was it's another thing altogether to send your kid to a, what you call an, an indoctrination camp, essentially, mm-hmm. where you, if, you, if you feel like your kid's being brainwashed, that is much more motivating for a parent to get off their butts and go uh, participate in the, in the school board process, but more importantly, to push for school choice bills. I think that's the only form of true accountability that we'll ever have with the school system is if you can take your money and, and vote with your feet 
to an alternative provider because, I mean, look at what happens with the current school board situation. Parents are getting labeled as domestic terrorists by the National School Board Association. They don't want that type of accountability. They don't want parents to to, to push back and to voice their opinions. They'd rather just silence parents into submission because they're they're seen more of a as a nuisance as opposed to being seen as valued customers like you have in the private sector. Corey, there's another aspect. For decades, for decades, we have been catering to kids that could not keep up. I kind of caught the tail end of this, but luckily when I was in school, it was not tolerated. In fact, you were threatened with being um, downgraded to go into the slow class, as it was called when I was a kid. What There's a benefit, though, to dumbing down society. That benefit is you create more followers than you do leaders. You create more people who no longer question authority, but they step and fetch to it. I know it sounds conspiratorial, and I understand it as I'm saying it to you, but I have to just recognize our own reality. Well, even if it's not the intention, the unexpected, the un- it could be an unintended result of dumbing down the population as you have a, uh, a society or a class of individuals that are stuck in the system for at least 13 years that might might rely more on government control and and. And look, I think another reason, though, that that we see all of this bogus, um, you know, uh, political bias making its way into the classroom is that I think it's a lot more difficult to teach kids math and reading and and writing that we call them the basics. But it's probably much more difficult to teach kids those kinds of things than to instill your political uh, biases into the classroom. It's probably a lot more enjoyable for the uh, employees in the school system to just about their political rhetoric all day and, and, uh, as opposed to doing real work. And, you know, I'm, we're broadcasting from Chicago. We're spending $28,000 per year per pupil. And when you look at our news, and, I, and I'm serious, Corey, it is you are looking at the society, you are looking at the product of the Chicago public school system, aside from the fact that kids are complete in other chaos and tearing up the city, Murder and mayhem through the roof. When they catch them, they're between 12 years old and, 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 and 30 with carjackings and all the rest of it. But when you look at the news and you listen to the general public in total speak before the camera, you can only come to the conclusion that these Democrat-run areas, and I'm being specific because there are some Republican, but that we are producing a generation of morons. They cannot form a sentence, let alone come to a conclusion of reason. Well, the good thing here, though, uh, talking silver linings, is that the teachers unions overplayed their hand, and nationwide, at least, I know this hasn't happened in Chicago. Um, you, you know, they're spending tons of money, twenty-eight thousand dollars a kid, whereas the private school tuition is probably about half of that amount. I'm pretty sure the last time I checked, it is. But 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 the um, nineteen other states have expanded or enacted programs to fund students as opposed to systems. West Virginia is one big example I like to point to. They didn't have any of these school choice mechanisms last year, but then the pandemic wakened up. It woke up parents all across the country and in states like West Virginia. And now every single family, regardless of income, can take their full amount of their students' state-level education dollars to a private school if they want. They can still go to the public school if that's the best option. A lot of times it isn't, but if it is, they can keep that option. 
but they could also take it to a charter school or a homeschool option like a micro school or pandemic pod. And so they pretty much went from a zero to 100 real quick on school choice in West Virginia and in so many other states. And the number of states with, with education savings accounts, which I think are the purest uh, form of funding students directly, it's the gold standard of school choice. Number of those states doubled this year alone. We're calling 2021 the year of school choice, and I think we're just getting started. That's wonderful, especially because we're you know I I think this is happening in Chicago too, but I'm hearing these pockets all across the country, at least in Detroit, is that they're closing the schools again for or they're not doing the full time five days a week in Detroit. They're doing this, you know, they they started this like a month or or two ago where they said you know for the rest of the year we're going to not do school on Fridays to slow the spread of COVID, which to me, I'm like, well, wait, does COVID only spread on Fridays? Yeah, it's preposterous, um, it's like, Corey. You know, we, we, we got this, we had the Delta variant, the Omicron variant now they're talking about. And Detroit, I guess they got the Friday variant. Can't go to school on Fridays <laughs> because COVID will get you. But I mean, but, but like the more that this crap happens, um, the more that the teachers unions push for loony policies and to, to brainwash kids in schools, the better it is for the school choice movement, the more that parents are going to push back. Like parents aren't going to forget what happened in 2020, and they're going to fight to make sure they never they never feel powerless ever again going forward. But they're, they're, if, if the teacher genius don't learn and they continue to, 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 to abuse parental rights, uh, I don't see this playing out too well for the union. There's another tell playing out well for the parents. There's another tell I want to I want to expose you to because I know you know you're not from Chicagoland. Chicagoland is like I said in chaos, the carjackings, the murder, the robbery, the mayhem, it's insanity. When asked why this is happening, the political cartoon character Lori Lightfoot said what we have to do is get the kids back in school. And to me, just thinking of it objectively, what you in essence said is the only way we're going to get the streets safe is by putting these criminals in in school for eight hours a day and not paying attention to the fact that they are ruling the schools. Until we get back to actual discipline, until we stop dumbing down society, you see the push in California, in New York, in Chicago, where they're trying to eliminate testing so you never really know how stupid these kids are. How do you fix it under under the control of this Marxist mafia? I mean, you got you just got to get away from it. You got to give the money to the parents so that they can they can go to schools that have discipline policies that align with with their interests, as opposed to the discipline policies in the current system that which are more about political correctness and supposed equity that is far from equitable. It just leads to problems for all students and and dumbs down the curriculum and it and it leads to students of all backgrounds not being able to focus on what's going on in the classroom because of the other students that might be disruptive. Um, So I think the the, the best solution for all types of problems in the school system is to allow families to vote with their feet. I mean, something that you just reminded me of is, I don't know if you saw the New York Times article that just came out a couple days ago, pretty much uh, branding or framing Randy Weingarten, the AFT union president, as a hero for for their fight to reopen schools. I mean, they're actively trying to rewrite history. It's kind of like saying, you know, the the hostage takers really wanted to free the hostages, but, you know, they just didn't get enough ransom payments. But, you know, they they were really trying to give the hostages back. Yeah, it's like (laughs) when we called the Taliban freedom fighters when our American Democrat senators armed them. 
it all kind of comes back and bites you in the derriere. So before I let you go, what do you what do you think we should go with? Marxist indoctrination camps or gave gang banging recruitment centers? What do you want to call public schools? Uh, let's just call them government run schools or socialist schools. I love it. Something something that I tweeted out pretty recently was that socialist countries put up barriers to keep families from leaving them. Socialist schools put up barriers to keep students from leaving them. And that's that's uh, truer than ever. I'll tell you, you know I love having you on. And what makes me feel even good, you were actually voted Forbes 30 under 30. So for the people out there that are listening to you thinking you're an 80-year-old professor, you're a young man who knows right from wrong. It's inspirational. It's also why I love the Cato Institute. He is Corey DeAngelis, Director of Research at American Federation for Children and the Director at Educational Freedom Institute, along with adjunct scholar at Cato. You're an impressive kid. I'm sure your parents are proud. And uh, if you ever see a daughter out there with the name of Thompson and needs a job, it's my kid. Could you give her a little pass? Because uh, she's not going to get in on the brains. No, I'm kidding. Making fun of her. Thank you very much. I appreciate you coming on, Corey. Yeah, Sean, thanks so much for having me. Good to talk to you. Thank you. All right, I'm just saying, you know how proud his parents must be? Wouldn't that be something? You got a kid in his late 20s, sits at the Cato Institute think tank, knows all of the reasons, and he can come to his own conclusions after going through an indoctrination system is, and that he's been, he's been exposed to as well. That's the silver lining. He's Sean Thompson. Hello, Mr. Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show on AM 560, The Answer. Hey, 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 let us know. Creepy Joe and the ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Gotta lay low from a tax man. Come up with the he is a creepy man. son of a gun, man. There are some allegations in the daughter's diary that if they are even remotely true, not only does it explain all the sniffing of children, but what a, what a creepy bastard. You could tell that by looking at him. 312-642-5600. Honey Bunny's lonely. Wants some phone calls. We got four open lines. I will tell you this. I am very irritated at the um, the non-committal of student loan and the government just saying, don't pay it for 90 days. You know, that system is so rigged that if you're, your parents are married and your parents work, you as the kid do not qualify for the loans. Did you know that? So then the parents have to pay it, and that's, hey, I'm fine with that, right? It's my kid, I'll pay it. I don't want my kid on welfare. But if you're talking about a loan, you disqualify the kids whose parents stay together and earn money and who had good grades and went to good schools, and then you let in all the kids that shouldn't be in because they went to public school and they don't have parents. And you give them loans, and then they don't have to pay. And then they get elected to Congress, make $175,000 a year, Still don't want to pay their loans. And then they have the power to give free education to themselves in the name of a socialist utopia. But it does explain why so many people believe in socialism. After all, the, the, school, the, the entire world is run by morons. Steve in Indiana. Hi, Steve. Hey, Sean. How's it going? Oh, that's all right. A little aggravated. Of course, I'm paying two tuitions at two colleges out of state. It's a, it's a bloodbath, brother. But go ahead. Yeah, uh, I was listening to you previously about uh, some of that ivermectin stuff you're talking about. Yes. I don't know if you're aware of how much people in your audience here uh, know about a site called Seven Cells. It's a place out of Florida. Uh-huh. Have you ever heard of this place? I have not, brother, but I uh, I luckily went through my COVID, and I understand that that's the best 
vaccine that, immunization that you could have for it. So I'm not I'm not privy. I'm not worried about it. But here's the other thing. I made friends a long time ago. I'm going to die. I just hope it's violently. But go ahead. <laughs> oh, I agree totally. But people out there like me, like say I have someone in my family that took the blood test. I know somebody has not gotten it. And if she's one of the unlucky that does get sick from this, you can go on there. You answer some medical questions. It is a legit prescription. And in about five days, they will mail this to you. I think there's some states that don't allow it, but I got it. I have, I have like 20 pills sitting in my cupboard. So if I, I get it, somebody so if I trouble, get it or my I'll kid it gets it, I call you. All right, very good. What's the name of the site? It's seven cells. It's the word seven and then cells, like white blood cells. You can get Nidazox in there, too. You know who promotes this? If I could say his name, he's from the Blaze. I don't care. That's fine. Go ahead. Daniel Horowitz. He's big oh, on this. He promoted this site. Daniel Horowitz is a good guy. Very good He's guy. A, they're good friends with Steve Dace. You talked with him a few months ago. Yeah. But if somebody needs this, you can even get it overnighted for you know more money. But Steve? Well, that's you can have one. this in hand if somebody wants it. I, I, that's most of my friends when I've told them, do you need this or you're scared or you got someone that's you know in the high end or yeah. think that, you know, you know, because I'm not. I, I, I don't care. I just, I've gone on with my life just like Steve, you. I'm going to tell you I something. Some... I want to I thank you for this information. I want to thank you for calling. I mean it. Thank you no very problem. much. And thank you for listening. You take care of yourself yep. and have a Merry Christmas. I went long, but look, here's the good news. Honey Bunny likes talking to you. So Danny, Eve, Mike, hang on. We'll be back. Happy holidays. Told you not to drink that eggnog. You spill it on the board. I have to tell you, I, I loathe, loathe fascists. I loathe corrupt scum. I particularly cannot believe we are in a situation. I can't believe it. Where I have these freaks that are telling me what to do. Shut your mouth. You don't tell me what to do ever. You don't tell anybody what to do. Uh, one of the listeners is a friend of these people. Um, this, this tragedy of Maria and Sebastian Abenati. We had the caller um, call into the show. And please forgive me. I forgot his name. I, 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 I'm sorry to do that. But I'm reading the story. Dino. That was it, Dino. I'm reading the story of this young couple. This, this girl is young. Young. And all they wanted was to try. Who are you to tell them no? You work for me, moron. You tell me we're dying, I'm sick. Then I want to try everything. Who are you to tell me anything? I'm going to take advice from you? That's why when I make fun of Awardi, you should be made fun of. You're nothing in the grand scheme of things. Nothing. And the idea you're trying to prevent people from getting anything that could save them tells me you're a whore. And you're bribed and paid for. Why do you care if they want to try it? If they're sick and dying. Let them try it. You fascistic pig. And that is a double entendre. How do you like that? Look it up. Danny and Skokie. Sean, you're getting me fired up here now. But, uh, boy, uh, uh, two quick points confirming those guys about America's frontline doctors and that seven cell thing. I was able to go through a pretty quick process and get three months worth of preventative uh, ivermectin for about $90. So it doesn't cost the whole lot. And in there, in there is why they don't want you to have it. Cause I got news for you. You're paying trillions for this BS trillions for the vaccine trillions for the booster. And what's the result? More people died since they had it than didn't. So the result right. now they got to demonize. Ooh, you're an anti-vaxer. No, I'm an anti-guinea pig, and I don't believe it. I didn't believe it when Trump sold it, and I don't believe it, especially when diapers sells it. After all, I got a dimwit with dementia. 
ruining my damn country. Now, now, okay, I think you've got a good idea. Let me shoot that in my arm. You absolute idiot. All right, yeah. thank and you. Now they got, now they got a, uh, a Pfizer came up with a pill which is very similar. But on a second, no trader for the past 30, 40 years. I thought we might have run across each other on a trading floor at some point. My bad having When you mentioned having your scuffles with people from different neighborhoods, I figured it might as well have just have been in a parking lot at Tootie Toots or <laughs> oh, the White Castle about 3 yeah. o'clock in the morning. It might Saturday. have been me. I was young, but I was the guy with the big mouth. Thank you very much. Hope <laughs> I didn't uh, date your girlfriend. Yeah, it was, it was another. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, Annie. It was another proclivity I had. I always wanted the other guy's girlfriend. It was always a problem, you know. But my wife curved it right out of me. Curved it right out of me. Now I'm very happy. Married the prettiest girl. She uh, deserved better. She was actually dating a guy who turned out to be very, very wealthy. Very, I mean, sickening wealthy. And she was madly in love with her. And I kept saying to her, you sure? Are you sure? Yeah, but, you know, she was addicted to the, to the great. Is my, in-laws, my in-laws might be listening. Never mind. She liked me, though. Let's just say she got along with me. Eve Inglewood. Hallelujah. Greetings to you. Happy holidays. How are you? Wonderful, Eve. Thanks for calling. Thanks for listening. Okay. Um, Cory Booker was fully vaccinated, including with a booster shot. But guess what? He got COVID. Yeah, and what they're going to say is that he lived, and it's because he had COVID. And what they never want you to look up or anybody to realize or have any perspective is, so did 99.5% of all the people. All of us, but all ages, everything. Are, we all lived. But they are the super spreaders. They are, they are thinking that they are all good because they have such a mild case that they don't know that they have it. So, therefore, they are still kissing babies, and then the babies are getting it and spreading it. But this time of year, I wanted to ask you, have you ever seen that little uh, cartoon about the land of misfit toys? Oh, you sure. Eve, yes, I'm the luckiest kid in the world. I grew up in the, in the, I was born in the late 60s, grew up all through the 70s and 80s. I had the time of my life, and I did see it, and it's a great, great lesson. Yeah, but, but lesson. the question, who are you, to, uh, the mandates are treating the unvaccinated like wind-up toys to be put in the land of mystery? Toys, or they are treating them like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. They wouldn't let him join in any reindeer game. So <laughs> I love it, Eve. So now, you Eve, you've been. Can I? You mind if I ask you a question? You lived in this city a long time. You've been around a long time, or, or how old are you? Oh, 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 long enough to well to get the hell out. <laughs> well, Eve, I'm going to tell you. Can't you tell the young people in all of your life, whenever the government said they were going to help people, did it ever turn out the way they said? Look, not when the Democrats are, are, are in office. I mean, my God, how, how, I, let, don't let me go there. I, yeah. I don't even want to go there. Well, I want to. I want. I want to thank you for calling. And if you don't mind, I appreciate it so much. I want to give you a little Christmas gift. I'm going to give you one of my sweatshirts. Would you wear it if I sent it to you with my name on? it? Oh, absolutely. And I'm. I think the last time I called, they, they, I said my name was Eve Angel, and they called me Angel. Oh, I like Eve. I like Eve. I like yeah. that name. It's the first thing I saw on the board. So listen, Eve, stay on the line. Bunny, put her on hold and give her a, a sweatshirt, a hoodie, because it's cold outside. Baby, it's cold oh, outside. Oh, great. All right. I can't wait to wear it. Thank you very much, Eve. Thank I appreciate it. Much. All right. Let's go to Mike in Yorkville. Sean, thank you for taking my call. And You know, I was listening to the part where you're talking about 
you know, especially being a student and you can't get a loan or anything. And I was that kid. And I really remember when I started my college career trying to get through and trying to get loans, trying to get grants and everything else. And both of my parents were already divorced before I started. My dad had already passed away. And they kept on trying to tell me I needed to get my parents' income. And they never got to understand that one of them was dead, and I never lived literally with the other one. But since I wasn't the right skin tone, I knew friends of mine that didn't understand that they were their papers were processed through. They had no problem. So I have a dear friend of mine who um, is actually a, uh, a medical professional and he's not of, of, he's of, of a, of a, I even hate talking like this. I honest to God, I really do. I, I do too. He's a dear friend of mine who is not white. Okay. And he got all of that stuff. And he, as he was going through it, he was offended by it. He was offended by it. And he also felt that he was taken advantage of. Now his story ended happily. Because he be, he became some, you know, he followed all the way through and now is employed and now can afford the costs. But many, many of his friends were not given the information of disclosure that every other loan needs. Do you notice the only loan you can get in this country is, is a, uh, without disclosure is a student loan? The only one, right. the only loan you could give to 18-year-olds without disclosure is a student loan. And here, this... It's also the only loan you can never file bankruptcy and get out from under. And it's the only loan that is given. And the, all the profits and proceeds are given to the government. Do you see that right. maybe there's a, there's, a, there's a collusion? So in other words, you're giving people who could afford it the least, who do not know the, the, the ramifications of the loan, terms of which have not been fully disclosed. And you're giving it to specific races. And not to others. So when all of these kids of, of, of specific chosen races are strapped under the weight of this debt that they were never aware of or didn't understand the magnitude of, now you get to act like a king and like a god and say, oh, don't worry, we're not going to charge you for three months. When right. they find out the reality of what, what they do to kids with this student debt, most of whom should have never gotten in and should have never gotten the loans. When right. they realize how you devastate their lives, they can never correct it. The sad part is, is most of those kids that I knew, and I went to some of them, I went to class with other ones I didn't. Some of them I actually had to tutor, and yet they were able still to get pushed through where I still had to keep on fighting and working to go ahead and pay my bills. Yeah. And many of those kids, and they became very successful. Yeah. And many of them I knew, they never should have got the grades that they did. And I'm still curious how they did. Because, you know, I still get this inundation of people still telling you you have white privilege i'm sorry i don't have any white privilege i had to fight yeah. for everything i had to do god forbid and many of the people that... i see today yeah. in educational fields that have these degrees and they have these My... doctorates and they have go ahead it's I got... amazing yeah i gotta cut What's you that? off i gotta go to break i want really right, really go long. Ahead. Sorry, thank sir. you brother no problem thank you for calling if you're on the line i'm going to get to you i want really really long but i want to finish that thought after this so it's really a, a, a quandary that we have this system of true deception in this college system. I'm going to tell you something about being from the neighborhoods I'm from. I am so proud. Three, make it four, of the wealthiest guys I know that employ thousands, I'm not going to embarrass them, were thrown out of high school. Thrown out. I got one guy that graduated from high school. He's still confused in how. Didn't go to college. 
went to work immediately. There's nothing wrong with telling your kids you have an option in life. You have an option. I believe it's different, by the way, for boys and girls, but it's not. The, it's, it's about the character of the kid. And the idea that we shame kids into going into this government system and strapping themselves with debt, or in another case, taking the money away from their parents that could be used for other things and investments, and it's all a family choice. I'm about individuality. But that's why we've driven the cost of these, these fraud institutions up 600% since just the 80s. You know, I was listening to, to, to our last caller, and I was thinking, if he's my age, school was a fraction of the cost if you went in the 80s. A fraction. Here we got these, these colleges. They're, they're 50000 60000 80000 a year. For what? For what? It's a scam because you're paying all these subsidies to the kids who are in costumes playing sports. I'm telling you, something's got to be done about it, or the system will take us all down. We're not the government after all. We can't continue to print money and then pretend we have it because the government doesn't have a nickel. keeps printing it from the future. Chris DeMonte, Indiana. I know I butchered it, but that's what I do. DeMont. It's DeMont. That's fine. <laughs> Sean, Merry Christmas, brother. Thanks Merry, for taking my call. Merry Christmas. Thank you for calling. Hey, I just wanted to, uh, to let you know that I believe that People do not willingly lock themselves in a prison unless they're made to fear what's outside even more. Love that. That's why I wanted to get to you. We were, you know, it's a short segment. I wanted to get to you because that's the flaw of man. And you're controlling society through fear and the lack of perspective of a virus that has a 99.5% survival rate long before you were pretending to have the, the answer in a vaccine. Chris, I hope you're not I mad at me. One more th- go ahead, go. No, go. I got one more thing I want to go. tell you. Go. I, uh, anytime anybody asks me why I'm not wearing a mask, I tell them that's because they use my plasma to treat COVID patients. I'm a walking freaking miracle. Show some respect. Love it. Respect. Respect the people who have survived and have natural immunity. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now... With personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This is not a normal cycle in American history. This is the turning point right now, right here. This is where we have an opportunity to unite the people that are disgusted with the government corruption, with the government obvious lies and failure. Self-enriching, self-aggrandizing political whores should be rejected by all good people. This is an opportunity to put what was have what all the wrongs that have been happening over the last hundred years right right now see it's obvious that the democrat marxist mafia is just that it's a fascistic mafia that lives on lies and deception and fraud and corruption that's what they are this could unite people of all races of all religions of all creeds that want simply the principles of americanism this is the time we have an opportunity to do that We can do that by pointing out the clear and present fascism and failure in the government's insane, insane reaction to a virus that I believe they invested in 
financially and created unequivocally. And that's why they want to hide that information from us. And while they can keep people afraid, keep people down, turn people into willful slaves, servants, depressed, they can take over small business and nationalize our economy. Oh, but they're doing it as we speak. And while they're down, they can pass omnibus bills in the dark of night that are done through trickery. Reconciliation is a trick. It is a parliamentary trick where you need 50 political whores. See, normally you're supposed to have 60 in the Senate. That's how it's supposed to work. People are They have safety stops so that this kind of one-sided corruption doesn't happen. It's only through this COVID emergency chaos and nonsense that they can slip this through. They're tireless in their thirst for power. The Leviathan of government can never be satisfied. And it's always it always needs this state of emergency. So it's wonderful that Manchin stepped aside and woke up or was afraid or I don't know what brought him to the conclusion to not let this go on. But never, never take your eye off the ball. Do not think it's not happening right now. Thank you. Let me let me tell you how this is going to work. Bozeman. We're going to be in a situation where Senator once your, your checking account reaches a threshold of $10,000 worth of activity, then all of your information is going to start going to the IRS. To put that in perspective, the average family's checking account activity is about $61,000. So that's virtually everybody. So it's going to go to the IRS. They're going to hire 87,000 new agents. Part of those agents are going to be looking at that information uh, again, at a cost of $80 billion. At that point, if they see something that they don't like, they're going to start sending you a threatening letter. This is happening now if you run afoul of the IRS. The problem is you get on the phone, you try and call them, they'll answer about 40% of the time. If you are fortunate enough where they answer the phone, it's not uncommon at all to be put on hold for an extended period of time. They actually have a thing after about 45 minutes they have what they call a courtesy disconnect, where they hang up on you because they're trying to preserve your time. I was visiting with the accountants uh, a couple weeks ago. One of them, literally important case, trying to get through. They, the, the IRS won't see you in person. All of this is done by phone. Important case, was on the phone for four hours. They tried to hang up on her, and she literally broke into tears. So these are very real things. The last thing that we need to be doing is giving the IRS 87,000 new agents, $80 billion. Uh, There's lots of things that we could be doing for the IRS to help them with their customer service to make them more effective. Uh, There's a tremendous amount of uh, stuff going on now that that with the current resources that they have, that they could be much more effective in collecting. But again, this is certainly not the route to go. It wasn't too long ago that uh, uh, the IRS was was, uh, targeting conservatives. Uh, now we're seeing a situation through this build back uh, broke bill or whatever we call it, uh, that they're going to be targeting the vast majority of the American population. Thank you. Just because they couldn't pass it doesn't mean they will not pass it. They're working tirelessly right now to pass it because they have to. It's not just the spending, it's the taxation that's in this. As I went to break and I told you about my friends and the numerous other friends I have that became successful. They did that in spite of a system that has taken half of their money. Half. Now, granted, there's other 
ways they could protect themselves in strategic investing and targeting shelters. It happens. Thank God they have a complex system that allows that. But in this Build Back Better, it's not just the targeted spending and the socialist promises of utopia like the free college and the rest of it. It's that they need ways to take more money from us because it's the way in which they keep their power. Every one of those businesses that employ thousands of people and the good businesses out there that employ tens of people, hundreds of people, five people that run successfully, all could do better with their own money. But our government, we've allowed to create a system of promising dreams in paradise while delivering tyranny and extortion. That's the name of the game. It's time to use this obvious corruption and failure in the COVID reaction by Democrats specifically in the modern-day Marxist fascists to make sure it never happens again and to kill the tyranny now because for a year and a half they stole your life. They destroyed your future. They've indebted your business to them. And the corrupt ones among them have profited immensely. David and Lansing. David and Lansing. Uh, Hey, Sean. Uh, I just read on a, I'm not going to name the marketplace, but you know, Amazon, you sell stuff online, eBay, all that stuff. Um, I just found out that the limit to um, sell things is $20,000 and 200 transactions, then they send the uh, IRS of 1099. Uh, your phone broke up, and you also had read that Goldman Sachs and J.P. Morgan had a record year, and they did. So did Blue Cross and Blue Shield. Why? Why did Blue Cross and Blue Shield, during a pandemic, why did they have a record-earning year? Because the government negated their expenses by preventing people from leaving their house and stopping hospitals from regular procedures and regular maintenance. They did. Only the dedicated doctors that were willing to work and go around things and operate through the system allowed it. That's why. This was a banner year for corrupt corporations, for big pharma, for the insurance conglomerates, even the life insurance in the time of a pandemic. 800,000 dead from COVID. Still, life insurance companies raked in bigger profits than ever before. How? Well, now maybe you'll start to think how they afford all those big buildings and those ridiculous executive pays because they've corrupted the government to protect them from competition in the system. That's how. Tom in Blue Island, everyone's looking for a handout. John, the building materials in my trade are up 25%. Uh, the friend of mine, Lisa, that owns a factory in Riverdale, her gas bill last month was 90, 90 grand, 90 Gs, whereas in January it was 35. Uh-huh. Welcome now, to Biden America. Uh I can't make any, I'm not making any money. My Misty and my Emily are upset at me. Now, you get that nice granny, a, a nice sweatshirt. Uh-huh. I assure you she's got more money than I am. So if I if I can't get you to help me out, instead of worrying about the omnibus, I'm going to be riding the bus. You had a better chance before I met you because you're wearing that, that, that double 4XL. <laughs> They're charging me by the size. I could probably buy that lady a car for cheaper than I can buy you a sweatshirt there, Chubby. But go ahead. They're going to be on sale night. soon. Have a good sale. We've got new inventory coming in. 
unlike most of society who's been affected by various supply chain issues. If you're planning on building anything in the next couple of months, be prepared to pay more. The price of lumber going up once again. Features for January delivery are now more than $1,000 per thousand board feet. That's double what prices were just last month. It's almost like gas. It's almost like gas. It's almost like electricity. It's almost like all the corporations that have worked hand in glove with government to make profits. But what about the small businesses? What about even the small pharmaceutical industries? Remember the corner drugstore? Remember? Remember all the small little mom and pop businesses that have been eaten up? This year put the nail in their coffin. The little drug company in New Smyrna Beach is closing for good in just a few days, December 28th. The head pharmacist says pandemic-related supply chain issues and inflation made it very difficult to compete with the online retailers and major companies. The pharmacy is nearly 100 years old and one of the city's oldest businesses. That's all right. She can go out of business. That's all right. It's only 100 years old. What about the, the new wave industries, the young people that are starting businesses and the other side of the, having the Democrats in charge of things? You know, the destruction of society and the incentivizing and protection of the, of the predators among us as long as they are chosen by the government. Tomorrow. And there are a lot of businesses fed up with rising crime right now. That includes Woodland Coffee in Ballard. It's recently been forced to deal with after hours break ins and scary confrontations. Owner Vanessa Dager says it's stuff. She- Vanessa Dager is actually a minority. This is a Seattle suburb, Democrat hub, where they've been practicing the defund the police movement. You know, kind of like every other Democrat mafia hellhole around the country. Never had to deal with in the five years of owning the coffee shop. Now she's fearful, fearful for her safety of her staff and customers, too. For me to have to call the police four times in one week, that's never happened. For me to have to ask people to leave multiple times a day, that's never happened. Dagger's now looking into getting security for her business. She's been asking nearby businesses to join her to help split the cost, but tells us one quote she received from a security company was $30,000 a month. Don't worry, pretty soon there'll be government-hooked up security companies, and they'll be able to give you a little bit of a discount, and it'll be subsidized. By the way, this would be a good time to postpone student loan payments for 90 days. Forget about the businesses. Forget about the people that are trying to get by and survive. In fact, you know what you need to implement? Mandates. Oh, yes. Mandates, both mask and vaccine mandates. And you could ignore the hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people, who are affected adversely by the vaccine from Bell's palsy, blood clots, enlarged hearts, and the rest of it. Genocide Everywhere you go Listen to what they said Your government wants you dead With booster jabs that last forevermore It's beginning to look a lot like genocide That's alright, we were going to get thrown off YouTube anyway We might as well really get thrown off with some style 312-642-5600 he will never negotiate his constitutional rights with the government. Live free or die on the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. I don't want I don't know. You like that Christmas song? I, I, I think I got a new one. Turn that one down. The Christmas tree. 
Disney. I, think I they... just want Sean from Elmwood Park <laughs> to stop calling this radio show. <laughs> Make my wish come true, Sean. You know that all I want for Christmas is for you to stop calling. <laughs> I didn't even know he was you in rest in peace, and I wouldn't mind it too bad if he burned in hell. <laughs> I had no idea that was in there. That's from when I was a caller into the morning show. You sure you like that one? I like this one. The only thing you'll see if you're watching BBC is that the shit's all fake. Boris has said that he'd rather you dead as soon as you possibly can. If you don't comply, he'll give you a fine and drag you away in a van. I didn't think they were that funny over the pond. See? The British are funny. They don't just dress funny and have bad smiles. George, South Carolina. Hey, Sean, buddy. Want to give you a heads up? I love it. Listen, do me. Okay. You sound. You sound. Right. You've been on. You're on the. You're on the Elvin. You're on the Elvin line. Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna put you on hold and see if we could get that sound cleared up. You sound like Elvin or the brothers. Thank you, George. Hang on. We're gonna get back to you. I think I hung up on him. It did sound just like him. Mark in the Western Burbs. He was from South Carolina too. That was a long way away. Thank you, Mark. Yeah. Hey, Sean. Um, I was telling your screener two things. One is. That woman that was just talking about the business owner that she's looking at hiring security, this is the exact same thing as people that are unsatisfied with the schools. Now, we've got to pay a premium to go out and send our kids to private school. I paid it, brother. I paid it. I paid it from preschool, and I'm still paying it now. Now, here's the thing I want you to think about. Is it a ripoff, or is it your obligation? See, here's the other thing. In America... You're supposed to have responsibilities over your own choices in your own life and your own family, in my, in my mind. I think the greatest con job that America ever bought was the idea of public education. Where did you think it was going to lead? If the government gave it, you didn't think they were going to propagandize their positions and themselves? Parents are supposed to pay for their kids. That's what it means to be a parent. The idea that you oh, have yeah, I get you, that. the idea I get that you that. have people who are never going to have any kids for one reason or another, or for people who raise their kids and put their own kids through private school or whatever the case is, and they're still hampered all of their lives through onerous property taxes, eighty percent of which, eighty percent of which go to pay for the supposedly the education of other people's kids. That is the definition of socialism. The definition. So that system is the wrong system, and what it allows you to do is turn over the most important aspect of life in a country over to a political organization that can forever change the trajectory of that nation through indoctrinating children. The problem with this nation is public schools. And if we didn't have it, and if we had even a system that, okay, let's say you wanted to help the kids, or you wanted to help the parents. Okay, fine. Here's the money. Now you go educate your kid. What are you, a Lutheran? Send your kid to a Lutheran school. What are you, an atheist? Send your kid to, a, to an atheist school, whatever the case is. But to have that burden fall onto the people where then you could fit in another wedge of deception called a union that takes all of the money from the dues and then gives it back to government so that they can constantly uh, implement policies that enrich that union while harming the children leads you to the year 2021 where you're getting carjacked, robbed, and mugged from children, not only that, they couldn't form a sentence or write one because they were raised in the public school system. There is the entire problem. So I understand your frustration because if you believe the tagline of, of government and society 
that's spewing socialism. But if you think about it from the principles of Americanism, there should be no public schools. None. None. You got a kid? Here's what you got to do, buddy. You got to go to work. You got to feed that son of a gun. You got to educate him. You got to put clothes on his back. And you better stay in that job because that kid needs you. That's called being a man. Or you could have women dress around in, in, in vests from Brooks Brothers and pretend to be men and then hire them as, as, as mayors. There's the problem. Thank you, Mark. I appreciate the call. Sorry, but that's just the way it is. There's a difference. Not men are created equal, and not all people with a three-piece set are a man. It isn't the case. A man does what he has to do for the betterment of his kids and his choices. He lives by his choices, the good and the bad. Which means if you start a business and you make bad decisions, guess what? Then you go bankrupt, dummy. Go on to the next one. No too big to fail, no too small to fail. No government cheese. That's how this country became. By the way, I know it sounds what I'm speaking is radical. But that's how we, the youngest country, became the most powerful. We used to have those principles. And it wasn't until that fraud, FDR, who had the help of the press hide the idea he was in a wheelchair, hide the idea he was a spoiled brat socialist scumbag who was going to implement all these policies that was going to be great. And in the meantime, he stole capitalism and stole the American principles out from under us. If it wasn't for him, the Depression wouldn't have lasted as long as it did. And if it wasn't for World War II, we'd be Venezuela. Wake up and smell the socialism. Don in Bloomingdale. Sean, I got to run bum by you here. I got a great idea. You know, Pfizer made a new drug, and the number one uh, customer is the United States government. I invented a stone with two googly eyes on it, and if oh. you rub it, it makes you feel better from all the hysteria. Oh, you're late to the game. The I pet got, rock was in a, the 70s. You're trying to do pet rock yeah, part two? Exactly. I got a guy in, uh, in Washington, Hunter Biden. He can help me get it on the ground yeah. floor. You in? Only if you put hair on it, a hairpiece on it, we call it the Stalin Rock. <laughs> then I'm in. All right? We can workshop this a little bit, Don. Thank you very much. If you have any more inventions and ideas, you want to capitalize on the socialist collapse of America, 312-642-5600. Or if you want to espouse the principles that made America not just the recognition of the Enlightenment, but the greatest country in the world before it committed suicide by hiring diapers Biden and Democrats, you could also talk about that as well. You know, I have to tell you, I live in Florida, and I'm very proud of that fact. I come back and forth and back and forth. Florida has the lowest numbers of any state. Right now, Yahoo News is attacking why Florida isn't releasing the the data broken down by vaccinated or unvaccinated. Well, let's just start with the lowest infections and death right now, right now in the country. Same size roughly as New York. Yet all the mayhem of the states that shut down and all the mayhem of the, of the, of the mandate masks and the, all the BS, it's all the highest in Democrats. Yet Yahoo News is going to pick that. Why don't you pick Illinois? Illinois has had the most iron-fisted rules, has suffered the greatest economically, has the highest chaos in social breakdown of the CPS students. Robin, if you're lucky, shooting is insanity, not to mention the quality of life. But no, Yahoo News wants to go after why Florida isn't releasing the, the, the data in breakdown cases and specifics. Just scum of the earth. They really are. George on South Carolina called back. Hi, George. Hey, Sean. Thanks for calling back, buddy. 
How's the sound? How's the sound? Much Mark? better. You don't sound like a chipmunk. I, I want to okay. do you justice, right, kid. Give you a heads up. Yes. Uh, I just uh, got uh, my shipment of uh, ivermectin by mail today. Wonderful. Now, How'd you do it? I uh, I use a website that Prager recommends. All right. It's uh, buyivermectin24.com. All right. And they send it to you. You, you. What was that? What was the process? What's the process like? The product? Ivermectin. No, the process. What did you do? You just pick out, I want. Oh, one. yeah. Okay. You just go to the website. In fact, I just went, went on it right now. All right. Okay. It's, uh, 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 they have a coupon, a coupon code, 10% off. Very simple. I just use my, uh, my PayPal account. Nice. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad it's that easy. And George, it takes you half a minute to do it. I'm going to do it after the show. Thank you, brother, and thank and you for and calling. It came to me in about ten days. I really appreciate you listening in South Carolina. Thank you very much. Thank you. Hey, Sean. Here's a side note. Yeah. Okay, I'm in the reddest part of South Carolina. For the first time, there's no bell ringer at the Walmart. Figure that out. Well, they should be ashamed of themselves. They really should be. And I think yeah, they, right. I think they, I think they understand that people that they've offended are going to take their money and keep their money and not, and not give it to an organization that literally is making fun of them and insulting them with the greatest slander you can insult somebody. You call a bunch of strangers who your, ex- your existence is on their charity. You're calling these charitable people, and you're accusing them of one of the most heinous acts that one person could do to another by preconceived racism. You're, you're, you, have the, you have the confidence and the audacity to accuse people who are willing to give you their money. Now you deserve nothing. Thank you very much, George. They got that figured out around here, I'll tell you that. Good. They should. They should be ashamed of themselves. See, that's what we got to start doing. Who are you to indict me of a thought crime? Of something you gave your whole scam and lie of a utopian socialism the whole time robbing the money. And you're accusing strangers of that. There's only one person I know of that would have ridden in a car with the Grand Wizard. Of the Ku Klux Klan. You know who that person is? There's actually two of them. Right now in our government. Two people. And you could look it up online. Manchin and Biden. The Grand Wizard of the Ku Klux Klan. Bird. Another Democrat. Scum. They're scum of the earth. They really are. They got a bunch of people believing they're, they're, they're anything but what they are. How could anybody else? Let's talk about a policy like this. How do you have a policy that looks at a man and says one gets a benefit and the other one doesn't and not call that policy racist? Does it matter what the difference is? Whether it's white or black or red or green or purple or whatever? That is the definition of racism. You know what gets people along? When you, when you think and give them the benefit of having a good dignity and a good conscience and a good character until they prove you wrong. And then no matter what color they are, when they rob you, when they shoot, when they steal, whatever it is, they get treated equally. And that equality comes in harshness. And you take that scum right out of society so that the good people can live quality of life. Don't get beat, robbed, shot, and murdered. Of course, that would end all kinds of ghettos, and it would end the, the race-baiting scum that the Democrat Party are. Miles on 294. Hey, Sean. You always talk about not having an economy and the government creating the uh, flow of money or the velocity of money. There was a Goldman Sachs report the other day saying that they were going to have to discount or lower the GDP because Manchin wouldn't pay for the, or go along with the bill. Goldman Sachs has benefited from, correct. 
Well, well, Goldman Sachs has benefited from government corruption, government front-running, and government bailouts for the last 60 years. That's what Goldman Sachs is. So Goldman yeah. Sachs will propagandize the people and tell them that this Build Back Better is anything other than what it is. And what it is is very simple. It is an admission that the government that pretends to have the strongest and wealthiest economy with the highest tax revenues cannot exist without printed-up debt. It is the definition of Keynesian fraud. And the GDP is a number that they can only come to by averting their eyes from the reality that many of, many of those numbers are created by charity and welfare and government spending. So then you really don't have a gross domestic product. You have a gross domestic welfare system. And yeah, that's the I one would, thing they don't want anyone to talk about. Sean, I would bet next week's paycheck that Goldman Sachs will be in on the green credits and everything else in terms of brokerage. <laughs> in on it. a fortune off the of build back better. When I was at the Mercantile Exchange, and they were going to open it up right here in downtown Chicago, the primary principles of investors and revenue that, that would receive it were two guys, Hank Paulson, Goldman Sachs Republican, and Al, someone rub my chakra until I tell you to stop, Gore. That's who was in that. So it is a scam that they need this to go on. They need it to go on. But people need to understand, Miles, that if you cannot exist month to month without creating more debt, guess what? You're bankrupt. And if people started to understand that the only time you have inflation is when government spends in that sector of the economy, they would maybe get a rain on it and strip away the government spending and the government power so the country can get back to operating and we can get back to wealth. Thank you, Miles. But we're not in on the scam. The good news is we're not Democrats. We're not stupid enough to think there isn't one. 312-642-5600. Broadcasting from the Petri dish of corruption known as the state of Illinois. In the upper Midwest, the nation, and around the world. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. All right, so I've got Captain D in Midway. I want to take him real quick because he's right, but I want to play something for the rest of you. Captain D, go ahead, buddy. Yeah, uh, it's Captain D, Sean. Um, look at how far our nation has slid sideways and backwards where um, children were learned uh, to read the Bible and use it as a handbook for life. Correct. And the churches we know it now, about only 5% of them, in my opinion, are real Christian people, okay? Well, like. Captain I'm gonna D, I'm going to make like you. I'm going to make poor, okay? Yeah. Look at how they spend their money. They're probably using ninety-five cents on every dollar. I agree with you, Captain D. I'm going to make you mad. By the way, he's right. It was sixteen thirty-five, and it was supposed to be a religious studies class that became the school student system. In the state of Illinois, how many people are aware of this? Our top story tonight, a satanic holiday display making a reappearance under the Capitol Dome in Springfield. That's right. News Channel 20's Jacob Emerson working for you tonight to explain reactions to that display. Jacob? That's right, John and Stacy. The Satanic Temple of Illinois making a return to the Capitol building this afternoon for a third year to install a satanic holiday display right here in the Capitol Rotunda. It was a clash of religion Monday afternoon at the Illinois State Capitol in Springfield. The Satanic Temple of Illinois installing a holiday display under the dome depicting the deity Baphomet as a baby. Temple members saying that... So they're mimicking the birth of Christ and the baby has horns on it. It has the 
the head of the devil and all this stuff. So now here's the thing. Captain D's probably obviously a very religious people. Most people in this nation are, are religious to a certain extent. I have a saying that I live, live by. I love God. I hate the people that work for him. I hate most of the people that work for him. And I, I am not a religious person. I believe in God. And um, I don't take a holier-than-thou approach to life. I don't. I like to think about things. But when you are taking this, uh, this Christmas season, Christmas season, and you are worshiping the devil in the state capital and the political pimps and whores that make up our government in the state cannot recognize how wrong that is and permit that to happen under freedom and in the next breath mandate you to wear a slave plate on your face and put an experiment in your arm under the guise of the betterment of society, something is very wrong. This isn't about freedom. This is about insulting and making fun of people who believe in God. That's all it is. And these devil-worshipping devil scum, who do you think they vote for? Who do you think the devil-worshipping atheist scum in this country vote for? The same Marxists providing free student loans, free welfare cheese, and socialism across the board. This isn't about politics. This is about a collectivist mobocracy taking away the freedom and liberty and fundamental principles this nation was built on. Could argue about what, whether it's a religious country. What it is, is a country built on the individual freedoms of the Enlightenment, where man has no God that he must bend to on this earth. On this earth. No man gets to boss another one around. That's what the country is. Now look at how far we've gotten. You're being told by slobs to put an experiment in your arm. You're being told by people who worship the devil and he's got an animal on his head, you stupid son of a dog. And they're putting that in the Capitol during Christmas. And there's not a Democrat or a Republican that sticks up for this. So don't turn to politicians to save you from this. They're the ones that put us here. It's time to throw the old ones out and get ones that understand the principles of America in. It's really quite that simple. But I don't want to end on that note. Let's end on my new favorite Christmas song. He'll make sure you won't be spending Christmas with your man. It's beginning to look a lot like genocide in every hospital. But the nurses dance all day while the doctors count their pain. And there's no one there to take your call. And if I get in trouble, just tell the Democrats it's in a pro-abortion song. They get that. That genocide they support. I'll be back in 21 hours. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.